The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Now, your hosts, Christy Scales, Aisha Morrison, Nicole Hutchison, and Jess Navarez. Welcome into Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys in the SWBC studio. I'm Nicole Hutchison, alongside Aisha Morrison and Jess Navarez. Ladies! Hello. What's up? (laughs) Sorry, we were laughing about something previously on air, so we're just getting our giggles out. But this was a big day for the Cowboys, getting a special little visit from Shaq Leonard. Colts, yeah. well, former Colts uh, linebacker, four-time Pro Bowler, of course, uh, of some great caliber. Uh, yeah, uh, Jerry Jones and you know head coach Mike McCarthy uh, stated obviously that they have a lot of interest in him. I know he ate lunch with Jerry Jones today, um, and they put him through a workout. So a, a lot of things that happened today, but he left with no deal no contract no nada he about to go to philly and you know kind of weigh out his options what is y'all thought y'all's thoughts um on on the possibility of getting a guy like Shaq? because i mean if i'm in his shoes i think that it's probably the right fit right right thing to do to you know kind of weigh out my options right And, and i think that's pretty dope that he's not just going for the decision right now or trying to make the decision right now yeah when you're in that level of uh, experience and profession like Shaq mm-hmm. is you can weigh out your options yeah. right I mean and you're not just talking to two iffy teams you're talking to two playoff caliber teams mm-hmm. that have really good rosters right now so you also as the player have to weigh out where you fit in the best and how you're going to get the most out of any experience you go to whether that be here whether yeah. that be in Philly and there's just a lot to weigh out for him. I'm sure. I mean, I'm I'm not him, so I can't say for sure. But why would you not weigh out your options yeah. at that point? And so, yes, obviously, he would be a great addition for the Cowboys if, if that's what he decides. But sometimes you just can't control when players want to go see other options, especially mm-hmm. when they're two really good options. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, shocker. We talk about on this team, oh, this team, this show all the time that uh, these players are human. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is also his decision, too. Because I was just seeing, I was like, what did y'all want him to do? Be held hostage? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Have mercy. You know, so just like anything, you're going to go weigh your options. I do agree with you, though, Nicole, is when you look at uh, when Shaq, you know, thrived the most in a in that Colts defensive system, mm-hmm. he was blitzing. He was everywhere, and he was able to be an active player. And I, to your point, I do think this the Cowboys would be a good fit. That's the dope thing about this Cowboys defense. Well, I think this offense is starting to do that too. But defensively, they built such a foundation. We've seen so many players come in and, and have the best seasons of their careers mm-hmm. and uh, revamp their careers and things of that nature. We know that side of the ball gets the best out of guys and also really cares Mm. about what do you think you do well? Okay, let's help you do that. Let's help you, you know, put that on display. And so when you talk about the decision, if he is, obviously he is supposed to be going to check out Philly. The also too you have to take into account the fact that he did have some things that happened to him in the mm-hmm. Colts and yeah. and he may not at this point in your career you, you know we've talked about that that's a big it's a big boy decision being like okay well 
if he's playing for Philly right now, he has to be the guy. Yeah. consistently because they are lacking at the linebacker position far more than what the Cowboys are. Mm -hmm. So he also, too, when you look at his decision, there's a lot of things he has to weigh, you know, um, especially where he is in his career. I know they said they worked him out. Hopefully his health stuff checked out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there are decisions to be made even with that. So, I'm listen, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Um, but we don't know better than... These folks that do this for a living. So, yeah. no, <laughs> so I'm nice. just, you know, keeping my ears low to the ground and stuff. But this is the thing about, uh, like I said, if, if he goes to Philly, hate to see him go to the green team or anything <laughs> like that. However, there would be a lot more acts of him there, I do believe. So, yeah. Chitty, and I was, chitty, and bang, I was bang. looking at, <laughs> no, I was looking at the, um, the contract, like his contract mm -hmm. details, mm -hmm. and the Colts already owe. 28 million dollars so they uh, yeah. the cowboys would win if we do get a guy like leonard because i mean they wouldn't have to pay him that much yeah i mean they win so, regardless they, they yeah win they win regardless right yeah. if, if they are able to lock him down it's just a matter of uh, aisha i'm glad you brought up the health concerns because he did come off of a back injury mm -hmm. that he re-aggravated which ended up being one of the contributing factors that got him on ir last season mm -hmm. so it is one of those you know concerns and jerry talked about it on the fan this morning he and, and he said that was one of the biggest questions yeah. uh going into today going into the visit was how health-wise things were going to shape out and so uh obviously that's those aren't answers that we know oh, or yeah. we have but if all checks out with that if you can get him in this roster you really just uh, have an additive to your team. And mm -hmm. something that I really liked that uh, the guys on the fan asked this morning was, hey, you have former teammates of his uh, with Malik Hooker and Stephon Gilmore. Do you kind of ask, you know, these these players what kind of a teammate he is? And Jerry was like, you already know what teammate he is because yes. you know what yeah. he does and contributes off the field as well. So not only are you getting a great on-the-field productive player if he is healthy to do so, but you also get a really good off-the-field locker room guy yeah. that we always talk about uh, that we enjoy working with and that just makes a big difference in the locker room. Yeah, I have a question. So let's, again, hypothetically say that the Cowboys sign him, the deal works out. If you get a guy like Leonard and add him to that linebacker room, you got Marquise Bell, Damone Clark, all those guys, where is there like kind of chess that you play there? Because then you got Micah that can line up on the defensive line. And then like there's so many ways, I guess, that you can play chess with that. Well, I, for me, and this is just how I look at it, number one, Marquise Bell's played fantastic football. Yeah. And yep. so, however they do choose to use him if, hypothetically if he is here. <laughs> um, I don't want that to take away from him, but also I would have him down on I would have him in on running downs. Okay. And Marquise Bell can be out there on third downs because he brings a lot more speed. He also does a lot more. He Pass does a lot in coverage. Yeah. Um, and so for me, I mean, also, too, if he does still have the ability to, to blitz and rush how he used to, um, we could also see him maybe doing some of those things or decoying or showing or disguising some things because Micah and stuff. It also could possibly free up Micah Parsons a little bit, but... Again, all very. I personally would use him on rundowns because mm -hmm. he sees it very well. He sees it very well. And we've seen, um, although Marquise Bell's played fantastic football, teams have found favorable matchups at mm -hmm. times with uh, with this smaller linebacker core yeah. and taking advantage of that. Hey, yeah. put it, fix that. 
<laughs> fix mm-hmm. that real quick and yeah. and allow him to come in and be in on some of those downs and also and then let Marquise Bell be the guy in coverage or you know those third and long situations where you know that a team is trying to pass hey mm-hmm. okay you go out there I know you can cover the flats and I know that you can also rally and tackle so that's how I would use him yeah I also think like you said it frees up Micah to do what Micah does best which yeah. is be an edge rusher more than a linebacker and so since Leighton Van Rush has been out he's been more of a hybrid right and mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where a lot of this conversation comes in of is he as productive he's not doing the same thing when yeah. he was getting all of those sacks because he has had to kind of shift where he is with Leighton being out and, and we knew that was going to happen um, because Dan had talked about it um, when everything had first come down but uh, I mean, if you can get him, please. <laughs> yeah, please. no, dude, he can <laughs> be. He can. It, it could be huge because you're talking about. We talked about it yesterday. Yeah. If you had an Achilles heel or blase, blase, or something that you have not seen consistently, sure. it's the run defense. Yeah, how can you get better at that? Better at the yeah. second level, mm-hmm. and it could really change things. But to your point, when you mentioned Micah, it also just makes your defense. Farm just a multiple, multiple again, like more yeah. multiple, and mm-hmm. we've seen that that is this defense, this def- these def- defensive coordinators, they play the matchup game well. So it's for me, I'm like you're just adding another piece that can help you in the long run because like we talked, it's about to get cold. Teams yeah. gonna want to run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if they can't? And he's yeah. a plug and play kind of player. Although he's ready. Although yes, that's you know perfect. he's that's kind great. of a, a ramp up guy, which the Cowboys will do, and and you've seen it notoriously, but. Mm-hmm. He's a plug-and-play kind of player that he's in football shape because you hear that a lot of he's in shape, but he's not in football shape. He's already in football shape. I think it really would just depend on what uh, the medical evaluation said. Yeah. But I really I think he's the kind of guy you can just kind of put in there automatically. Yeah. Does it matter? And ready to go. Does it matter that I, I thought I saw that it was reported that he's looking for not just a this year deal? I mean, it could. Mm. So, if that was the case, if that is the case, right? Then, then the conversation mm-hmm. of the health stuff does come into conversation yeah. because you're trying to figure yeah. out. Long We gotta find a happy yeah. medium, right? Cowboys is drafting linebacker to meet this upcoming draft, regardless. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you something. But I will say <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna matter. You know, I think that yeah. how long he wants to the contract mm. wants to be. So hopefully they can find a happy medium because. Like you said, Nicole, I think he's a great fit. And for this run they about to have to go on and the playoffs yeah. and stuff like that, baby. So, you also, think, so he would, you're saying that he would automatically come in and play? He's going to have to. No, I mean, in fairness, he yeah. has to learn this this scheme. scheme. He has to fit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he has to figure things out in that regard. However, he's in game shape. Mm-hmm. And that matters because we talked about mm-hmm. that with several players that have been yeah. brought in last minute. Are they in football shape? This yeah. guy's been playing in the football season. And also, too, back to the point, you have a linebacker room. He, you're plugging yeah. him in situationally and stuff too. Yeah. So it's like he he could be even fresher, you know. Oh. So and not only that, but you're talking about in terms of you know you have what six games left six after games, this week. Yeah. Um, so if the deal were to happen sooner rather than later, you give him time to learn the playbook, learn the scheme, because as we know, a Dan Quinn scheme is not very easy to pick up on. And you give him time. Guess what's after that? The postseason playoff yeah. time. You just made your team stronger just in time for a postseason run. Um, if that does happen, again, we don't know. Yeah. 
But I, I don't blame him for looking at other options when he's at that level in his career that he doesn't have to jump to the first opportunity. I mean, really. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I don't, like, that's y'all don't... See, where he can, see where he can get the most out of it, right? A... Because you're even talking about money at that point. So People act yeah. so brand new like they don't yeah. go on Target and then go on Amazon and compare uh, prices. Well, look, you even, you Ooh, even compare, it, you compare it to an, a, a regular <laughs> yeah. job search, right? Like, yeah, coming from sure. somebody who went off of a job search <laughs> not too long ago, Come on, you sure. compare your options and you compare every kind of nuance you can when you're looking for a regular job in your day-to-day lives because it matters. It matters when you have a family. It matters when you're looking for a certain amount of money. It matters the area you're moving to. These things all matter for football players too because, oh my goodness, guess what? They're human. And it's their new home that they they have to settle with. It is. And so, yes, we love love the star. We love Dallas. But I'm sure he did. I mean, it's hard not to love this place when you walk in here. Mm -hmm. But... Weigh out your options. I don't blame him for doing that, and I don't think there's a sense of panic of, yeah. oh, no, a deal didn't get done. There's there's nothing to know yet. Let yeah. him weigh out of his options. Bye bye. Yeah. You know another thing about? Yeah, I ain't going to go in on the green team. but uh, <laughs> I will. But um, I, will. I ain't going to go in on the green team, but. I go will. in. I'll, I'll go in. I'm going. There's just a lot. That just There's a lot going on with their defensive scheme as a whole. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, I'm just. This is, it just might be the better choice, you know. Here. You know, no big deal. If, if he's listening to this podcast, uh, we would we would love to meet you. No, I don't, to I'm you. not gonna go in on, on the <laughs> schematics of it all, but right. Seattle, yes, the Hawks from the sea. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> they say it rain all the time the there. Hawks maybe. from the what? sea. That's what she tweeted. That's why I kept laughing before you the show out of started. Pocket. What? You saw out of pocket. She no, said somebody the said somebody said um the birds of Seattle like trying to be funny and I'm like, dang, y'all ain't got no respect. I'm no, that was respectful. It's just <laughs> it's just another way to say their name. The Hawks of the Sea. Mm. Yeah, the the okay. Hawks the Sea kind. Yeah, let's go ahead and break but, down this <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, okay, let's be serious. <laughs> Please. Uh, Let's go ahead and break down this offense, ladies. Geno Smith got Kenneth Walker, who is actually might Mm -hmm. be questionable. We don't know if we're gonna see him with um, an oblique on the backfield, huh? An oblique. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was like, wait, what? Yeah, injury. Um, I know Christian McCaffrey was able to play on his, but okay. (laughs) Hold on, I'm trying to pull up the injury. Go ahead and pull it up. Well, because I'm only saying. Go ahead. No, I was gonna ask. so as far as this offense, um, it's hmm. this offensive line is where I'm going to start with. It hurts. It hurts. Uh, I believe he was sacked six times last week last against week. the 49ers. Yeah. Um, they do not win matchups up front, and I think that's where it's going to start, of course. So that gives um, guys like Hank, like I was saying yesterday, um, Osa, like a, a game that they should really be able to have a big game. Um, yeah, I'm. It, I'm not worried about this offense. This I'm not worried about this um, offensive line at all. Yeah, um, I took a look at a couple of games. I really yeah. went back and watched uh, Seattle versus the Ravens because I, I think the Ravens oh, have one of the best. Yeah, I, I think the Ravens <laughs> have one of the best defenses um, in the NFL, if not the best yeah. defense in the NFL right now. But I also wanted to see because they kind of fly around to the ball similar to the Cowboys. So, yeah, to your point, Nicole. Fantastic point. Yeah, their their offensive line is really struggling. Yeah. Um, there, it's really they they can get you can get interior pressure, but it truly is their tackles. 
Uh, Charles Cross, who uh, I think a lot of folks coming out when he came out the draft, they thought he was going to be a good player. He has not lived up to what people thought he was going to be. And you have a Cowboys legend uh, slash Philly legend, Jason Peters, yeah. over there at right tackle right now. True Cowboys legend. True, true, through and through. Um, he's over Great there. Guy. And fantastic guy. Not a right tackle. We saw that ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Yet he's playing right tackle right now. Yeah. And um, it's just tough. They're they're giving up a lot of uh, leverage early in early on um, early off the line of scrimmage. Mm. Quarterback is being like the pocket is collapsing quickly. The mm. thing about the pocket collapsing quickly, though, Nicole, is that um, that does open up sometimes the open up the A and B gaps for that uh, that quarterback to escape, which he mm -hmm. will do. But, baby, yes, this offensive line in pass pro has really been struggling. And Seattle likes to throw the ball down the field a lot. You can't do that if you ain't got no time. Yeah, and I know Smith is tied for fourth highest pressure rate in the NFL. Thank you. Come on, stats. That's wild. No, it's That's wild. It's it's serious yeah. business, dude. And and it's really like I I believe that they had another right tackle that was playing, but I think he's coming back from injury and he yes. don't look that yeah. much. You got you who is he? Um You got you know, yeah. I just I, uh, I forgot the, your notebook. <laughs> yeah, my notebook is not booty. in the room with us. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, uh, no worries. We got it is you. sitting on my couch. <laughs> um, <laughs> but not yet. Um, no, what I will say, though, is so the practice report is not out yet for them. Um, but they're dealing with a handful of injuries, guys. This practice report from yesterday has mm. good amount uh, on there. But what I did want to make mention of is I, I think this game kind of defines the Seahawks season. Yeah. The rest of their season. This is playoffs now game. or never. Right. They need to win this game. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you know, as much as we can sit here and talk about, oh, you know, the Cowboys have the upper hand, this team needs to win this game. The Seahawks need to win this game to stay alive postseason Facts. for that wild card spot. Mm -hmm. And that's only because the Rams decided to come back out of nowhere, mm. give them a run for their money. Hello. And then, of course, you have the 49ers. Uh <sighs> leading the yeah. NFC West, uh, as we know, 8-3 and three right now. But the Seahawks need this game to have a pulse if they want a chance in the postseason. Right. They're going to come out with everything they have. Pete Carroll is not going to sit back and be like, For sure. oh, you know, hmm, let's just, just do Chill. what you need to do over here. No. We want to talk about unscouted looks, giving everything they have. And we just talked about this yesterday. I didn't realize how how much playoff contention was really based on this game for the yeah. Seahawks until I really started digging into it yesterday. But it is a big matchup for them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't discredit anything that they're uh, going to throw at the Cowboys, whether they are struggling or not uh, with that offensive yeah. line. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, can't fix not being able to be not – being strong in the tackle position, yeah. I, I, mm -hmm. I, you're, you're right. Like the unscouted looks may exist, and but execution is half the battle. They can draw mm -hmm. it up how they want to. Um, yeah, uh, this offense, this a lot of this offense runs through the run game too. Yeah. And so when you talk about the injury report, Jess, did you are you able to? Are you? We we have yesterday's. Okay. Um. So today's has not been released. I don't think just they sent yet. us one either. That's okay. No, um, they didn't send they didn't one yesterday. One. I was uh, doing some yeah. social media stalking on some of the reports. That's okay. I know Sorry. that. Um, uh, who did Who did you want to make mention of? On uh, Kenneth. Well, Kenneth yeah. Walker really to me is the biggest uh, one. Oblique. He mm -hmm. did not participate in practice yesterday. Okay. Mm. Um. He's the biggest one for me because their run game. Well, a lot of their offense is really based off of play action. Yeah. Um, they're fourth in the league yeah. on play action usage. Second mm -hmm. and 
success rate. So it does a lot for them. And the reason why it does a lot for them is because they do have they have good backs. Yeah. Ken Walker is toting that rock. And um, he's shifty. His vision is good. And then they have Charbonnet, who is mm-hmm. someone I had the pleasure to cover in the draft. Really tall runner. Yeah. So it's it's crazy to say, but when you're tackling him, you can't tackle him like you tackle Kenneth Walker. I actually yeah. talked to some of the guys about it in the locker room, and they was like, yeah, you got to bring him down to the ground. <laughs> you got to yeah. tackle him. Because, yes, he yeah. takes – sure, tackling is going to be important in this game, especially mm-hmm. with their running backs. But I will say – like I said before, with Kenneth Walker, whether he's ready to go or not is going to be important because he can gas you everywhere, inside, yeah. outside, big runs. His He has great acceleration, and he can really cut quick and get go to the house. So yeah. run defense would be tested either way without without Kenneth Walker. But, man, if he was playing, it makes a difference because this offensive line, yeah. to your point, they play mm-hmm. better. Um, the, their run their run blocking is better than their pass blocking. It's clearly one of their strengths. So it's huge uh, finding out if he's going to be able to go or not. He also does a lot in pass pro, too. And And then another guy, too, as far as run blocking, pass pro, Will Disley, their tight end. Mm. He did not participate yesterday with a hip injury. I haven't uh, seen them really get their tight ends involved though. I mean, they're, yeah, they, but if they're acting they're really, desperate, you, you just no, you gotta I, be ready. You have to be. Look, right, she's right. I mean, I'm yeah, just saying but, you have to be ready for anything, and especially yeah. if they're playing desperate with a banged up O line, a tackle that's yeah. Eh, you have to be ready. But will will D- yeah. Disley? Am I saying that correctly? Disley. So. Disley. Yeah, is, I think it, so. is it? A, what does it look like? Disley. Um, I'm not looking at him. I think that's how you say it. But he also is just a receiving threat in general. Gino likes to throw to Will. Uh, So they're just banged up right now, guys. I mean, it's that Mm -hmm. part of the season. They are banged up. They had, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five players not participate in practice yesterday, four with limited participation as well, and then two full participants uh, dealing with shoulder injuries there. So they're banged up. All right, we're going to break down more of this matchup coming up right after the break. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation, so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
for youth football and dance camps presented by Invisalign. Don't miss your chance to learn from the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders and former NFL players at AT&T Stadium on December 22nd and 23rd. Celebrate the holidays with the Cowboys. Register today at DallasCowboys.com slash camps. Yep. Cool. Woo. Yep. I ain't got. I ain't got Lit. a little transition. Slay. I'm just gonna go straight into it, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got it today. No, uh, <laughs> you were kind of touched on um, how Gino. They run a lot of play action, mm-hmm. um, and something that I, some of my notes, I kind of saw that he's not as accurate though as he was last year. That's something that mm. I kind of um, put together. Of course, like winning that starting role last year, uh, becoming comeback player of the year from the year before that. Um, I mean, he's not the same player. He's less accurate. Um, and, and then you have a guy that's a rookie. I cannot pronounce his name. Smith. Njigba. In, Njigba. Yeah. Who uh, is struggling with consistency. Consistency leaves rookies, all rookie wide receivers, and drops this season. Yeah. Um, he has the weapons in Tyler Lockett, of course, uh, DK, but mm-hmm. you, it, it, it it's disappointing. Very, yeah, I mean, it seems very kind of like one-dimensional and not an easily disguised offense. Yeah, the yeah, quarterback, so quarterback. This is interesting. Sorry. Sorry. I'm looking at a reporter that covers the Seahawks, mm-hmm. uh, and he tweeted out that Pete Carroll is playing at Coy on injuries today. And um, obviously I can't listen to this video right now, but um, it says that the Seahawks don't have to do game status report until tomorrow. So wait, I, I don't know what that means. So they're not going to have an injury report until tomorrow. Well, I don't think they'll do game what? projection status until tomorrow, which I thought they usually did. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm just I'm scouring for that injury report today, and that's they nervous. They nervous. Yeah. Um, speaking of Pete, bit. speaking they of Pete Carroll. No, 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 no. That's that's <laughs> just kidding. I'm Aspects. just kidding. Aspects. Um, yeah. The, to your point, to add on to your point, Nicole. Yeah, he's it's been disappointing. Yeah. It really has for me. When I went back and watched Gino, I mean, watching him last year, kind of uh, reemerge and and. You could see how many um, – he was one of the best deep ball throws in the NFL last year. I mean, he was humming. And, Had the highest completion percentage. And to, but to kind of see how things have kind of tapered down this year, again, mm-hmm. listen, QB's only as good as their offensive line to me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like, I know a lot of people think, well, you should be able to overcome it. I'm like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> have you seen this? Um, so mm-hmm. I do think that plays a big role in things, but his mechanics have been up and down as well, where he's mm-hmm. getting toesy or he gets happy feet in the pocket or he's he's overthrowing guys and they're open because his feet aren't set because he doesn't trust his protection. Mm-hmm. It's a lot going on there. And so um, I, I to, 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 to go back to the Twitter machine, seen mm-hmm. a quote from uh, P- Pete Carroll and he said um, someone was asking him um, what the keys to victory versus the Cowboys were. And he said, reading more quickly and getting the ball out more readily so we can avoid the pass rush. Of all the things in particular, like this week, we need to get the ball out. The ball has to get out of his hands so that we don't have to give the we don't have to give the rusher a chance. If there's anything in particular that that that's what I'm hoping for, um, that oh, that Geno Smith can find his reads and get the ball out ahead of the rush. Now, listen, you know, you, he, 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 talking to his, he talking to his quarterback because the quarterback is holding the ball so long. 2.91 <laughs> seconds, is it? Yeah. Like, do, yeah. do, 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 do,
He is waiting for people to get open. Oh, no. Yeah. He's waiting for people to get open. And the only guy that can get open consistently like what he's waiting for is Tyler Lockett. I'm yeah. so cutting that video later. Doot, doot. My bad. Now, but, a little dance. And wherever he's lined up, he's going to get locked down. Yeah, yeah and, and that's I, I don't and, care. and don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I believe this secondary will be tested mm-hmm. um, because they do have the skill players. Tyler Lockett, I think Tyler Lockett is so criminally underrated. Great route runner. He understands the game. He has a really good feel. He'll sit in zones and wait for you. He's good. Um, and then DK Metcalf is big, physical, mm-hmm. you know. But he DK's not moving all across the formation. So it's easier to kind of take him away sometimes. Yeah. Tyra Lockett is everywhere. And then, obviously, you talked about Jackson Smith and Jigma. Jigba, good route runner, yeah. still young, still learning some things. And so you can catch him slipping there. So this quarterback is just, he got a lot of, let me tell you, he got a lot of trust in his wide receivers to get open. And I like some of the things they do conceptually where they, they're they stacking the line, they're spreading them out. Um, they do bunch <laughs> formations. Like their concepts are good. But that quarterback is holding on to the ball too long. Can't do and, that. But when they are firing and the ball's coming out fast, if there's, like you said, Jess, if they're, this is do or die for them. Mm-hmm. So that could be Pete Carroll. He said it to his player. He's saying it to the media, so the player here, yeah. too. Yeah. Stop holding on to that damn ball that long. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you also talk about a bit of an Achilles heel for this Cowboys defense, and sometimes that is giving up those explosive big plays. Then that's what they thrive yeah. on. And that, 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 is, gonna be, that yeah. is gonna be their bread and butter. If they want to stay alive in this matchup they're gonna have to go for those big plays and yeah. they cannot play conservatively holding the ball mm-hmm. waiting for it to happen they're just gonna have to chunk it downfield and because go- that that oh, is no it's just attacking <laughs> it's a sore spot it's just attacking a sore spot for the cowboys defense which we have talked about mm-hmm. multiple times it is on film yeah just saying cowboys secondary really gonna have to lock it down and look for those big plays to happen early on kind of going mm-hmm. back to what you were saying so it and the Cowboys have struggled with slow starts. The mm. first mm-hmm. couple of drives, it's always been slow starts for them. So that's something that has to be a really key. It's the key execution to, yeah. as well. Because to their credit, last game, they did come out trying oh, to go yeah. quick. I mean, for sure. CD was open. Yeah. Quarterback <laughs> overthrew. It's okay. And so, no, yeah, so I'm just saying, like, they... They have to execute yeah. also, too, you know, so those slow, those starts aren't slow. But I will say I was looking at the Seahawks offense overall and how they've scored this last four years. They're averaging 15 points a game this last four games. So they are struggling to get going. And in part, I believe that a lot of that has to do the quarterback not trusting that offensive line, mm-hmm. holding on to the ball too long. He's fumbling in the pocket. Also, too, one thing I noticed with the Ravens defense, they had like three batted balls. In that in that game, mm. that lets me know they're getting a lot of penetration, yeah. and they're getting there. So hopefully, look for the Cowboys to be doing those things, getting their arms out in these mm-hmm. passing lanes. Because I actually talked to Dan Quinn about this a few weeks ago. How do you counteract teams getting the ball out fast? Yeah, what can you do so that's coverage? So again, like you said, these these DBs gonna have to come play. Yeah, and also getting your hands up in these passing lanes and just putting your hands up, you know, just to to you know change where they're throwing the ball. So you can only do what you can do. So you have to figure out how to you know how to counteract mm. that anyway. And that was something I saw the Ravens do. And once one of those guys saw they could do it, it was happening from different places on the line where they had it was at least three or four batted balls oh, wow. in that Ravens <laughs> um, Ravens game. So that's something to take an eye, uh, keep an eye on. 
on as tank. well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely Tank. Tank, mm-hmm. Osa, um, Tank is pretty good. I think Hank, I think Hankins has had a couple of them yeah. too. So yeah, hopefully that's something that the guys are practicing and we're able to see. So um, like I said, offensively, there's things that they can do. They use their their running backs as receivers sometimes. Yeah. They get them out in space. But if Kenneth Walker can't go, that's huge. And if this offensive line can hold up and pass pro, they will gas you down the field and yeah. make you pay. They had scored three offensive touchdowns in the last four games. Chitty. Bang, bang. <laughs> that is so, like, rough, man. It's rough, but it just tells I mean, but that's you, something that we were kind of concerned about, uh, you know, earlier on in the season. The red zone? With, yeah, the red zone offense. So it's, it's just kind of like, at this point of the season, if you're struggling like that. I mean, shout out to having a. Tyron Smith back in the seat. Hello. And Tyron still playing good football. Hello. In the uh, yeah. offensive line. We take it for granted because even when you look back to the beginning yeah. of the season, yo, how many teams, how many teams can take out, have three backup off- offensive linemen yep. and your offense still True. move the ball down the field yep. efficiently? This comes True. to show you that, like, this offensive line, although we're really picky and, you know, I, I can say it, I can say it. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, they're not doing enough. Yeah. They're still one of the, the better offensive lines in the sure. NFL because what they got going on over there, what Jadavion Clowney did to them, <laughs> I seen it. You seen it? I seen it with my hmm. own two eyes, and it was bad. <laughs> they scored three po- Y'all, they scored three points. Like, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything Come. offensively because their tackles were yeah. that bad. And they just yeah. can't keep repeating that because. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what we we'll see what you got, Pete. I'm gonna see what Pete I mean, got. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how yeah. they attack the Cowboys early on because, Run. well, yeah, they're gonna try. Just, just like that. Okay, that, I, they're that gonna try to open it up. I mean, that was a beautiful handoff. That was. I love. I was watching Ford do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> love that. Yeah. It, for Geno Smith, um, you see him a little bit trying to be mobile mm-hmm. i don't think he's that <laughs> mobile quarterback uh, but not, do you think they'll kind of throw in a little bit of that if he, i mean it's little, not like his it's, it's not, not his, his niche by yeah. any means but if he's if they need to move the ball <laughs> yeah he's gonna need to move yeah he he's, will he's gonna need to get out of the pocket and scramble because again run defense we're gonna hear this all week but that's how you test it. You want a true Achilles heel that you've seen notably, and that's mobile quarterbacks, and yeah. that goes along with the RPO. That's why Jalen Hurts has been successful against the Cowboys uh, and, and making those big plays happen. So mm-hmm. although that's not Geno's forte, like like you said, or or something that he does a lot of, yeah. right, because he'll do it, and, and mm-hmm. he can do it, it doesn't mean you might you might not see it. Especially if they're playing desperate and they need to get ahead early or they're trying to play catch up. Absolutely. I was so I was taking a look. Yeah. He suffered a right elbow injury right. in the third quarter against the Rams last week. Mm. And it was something that was bothering him. It it did. It bothered him. Um and it's kinda what happens when it's just people in your face all the time on defense. Um, you get your arms hit. You get your um, it happens. Like yeah. th- like that's what happens. And so I um, they're saying they're optimistic about him and whatever the case may be, but that is also something to consider. Run game. Um, mm. So they may really lean heavily on their run game, as you said, Jess, and it's all right. I need a bold pick from this defense. Yeah. Uh, just bold 
anything. Um, do you feel like Deron's gonna get another pick six? I do always feel, feel that way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do. It's possible. I yeah. do. Because like you said, his accuracy. If they throw the ball, is, though. Yeah. If they throw the ball, if he. If they test him, either. Well, it's if Gino's dealing with an elbow injury, it's yeah. hard to say how much he's actually going to try to make those big chunk plays, even though you have a prime opportunity to try to take advantage of the Cowboys at this point. Mm. kind of can't if you're dealing with an elbow injury, right? So it's hard to say if it'll be in this game, but um, bold prediction, Tank is going to have himself a game. And I don't think that's really a bold prediction. But I was going to say Tank is going to have a um, forced fumble return for a touchdown. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Like a stripper okay. sack? Yep. Yeah. I a love that. Sack. I do. I, I, I couldn't put my finger on who is going to do it, but I do believe we will see a strip sack in this game. It's coming. Strip sack, maybe a return, like you said, because that's one thing. I, I told you, I, I just watched it. The Ravens did it to him. Yeah. He he will let that ball go in the pocket. And Mike McCarthy told us earlier this year, that's where a lot of the turnovers are coming mm-hmm. from. They're not coming from interceptions. They're coming yep. from, from um, fumbles in the pocket. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I definitely second that. I do think Tank yeah. is going to have a good day. Yeah. All right. Well, ladies, we're going to take our second break. You're watching Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll be right back. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby. The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like... Well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home. But to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. electrifying event of the holiday season cowboys christmas extravaganza powered by reliant every friday and saturday night from november 17th through december 16th cowboys christmas extravaganza ignites the star in frisco with an unforgettable holiday performance showcasing 65 performers including the world-renowned dallas cowboys cheerleaders santa claus and appearances from your favorite dallas cowboys football heroes visit thestardistrict.com for more information we love santa we love santa we also love our qb Dak yes. Prescott playing mm. absolutely amazing. Especially after um, having to see this again. <laughs> I don't no, want to. Yeah. It Dak hurts. Prescott absolutely um, just you know lighting things up for this offense. Um, and Aaron Rodgers had some great things to say about Dak Prescott. We're gonna go ahead and run that soundbite real quick for you. 
beforehand and what is like the evolution of cadences that we've got to this point where there's so many different ones seemingly at the same time well i think that's a great question i mean just first i want to talk about dak because um he's become one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch uh, I've watched more football this year than any other year because in normal years you just you're getting ready for games, so you never watch some football, right? And you might see some scores on your phone, and maybe every now and then you know see a Sunday night game, uh, and you might get Monday part of Monday or Thursday, but you're not you're just not not watching a lot of games. And this year I watched a lot more games than usual, and you know Tom had some comments about Brady had some comments about some of the mediocrity in the game. And I just want to say, Dak is not who he was talking about okay. um, for a number of reasons. But I just love that it, he's really playing the position. What I mean by that is I'm watching him make Ringo calls. So that's protection adjustments against these crazy looks and picking things up. I'm watching him uh, you know, bring the tight end back in against the zero pressure and throw an old concept we used to run for a touchdown to CeeDee Lamb in the back end zone. I'm watching him use his cadence – uh, beautifully, and and uh, and get into this rhythmic. Here we go, into like uh, dummy using it as a dummy sometimes, doing it twice into like other cadences. I mean, I've, the last four or five weeks, I've gotten to see more of their games, and I just want to say like he's playing a position in a really impressive way, and for whatever reason, maybe because he's the Cowboys quarterback and it's one of those premier positions in sports. Um, like I feel like the Green Bay quarterback has been for a long time and some other, you know, positions in, in various sports, he might take a little more than, than he deserves or, or maybe it's deserving of the position, I guess. But I love the way he's playing, and I love the way he's playing, like really playing. I'm not talking about just like, oh, making good throws. I'm talking about, like, it seems more rare that guys are actually really playing a position where you're making adjustments, you're handling everything line of scrimmage, now you're doing this crazy cadence stuff. Like, I love it. And I just want to shout out Dak for, like, really impressing me. Um, multiple, baby Dak. He said it. I can't say the exact word because we can't cuss on him. But taking a lot of barnacles. Love that. From everybody. Um, and to hear something like that from Aaron Rodgers um, is, is priceless. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. I think that's pretty special. Because a lot of people, I mean, we ain't been hearing Dak Prescott's the highest graded quarterback in the league right now. Nope. Dak Prescott is, lead, is leading the Cowboys to the number one scoring offense. Dak, it, but before, it was all, is Dak Prescott really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cowboys legend. Is he worthy? Is he really, you know? Interception. Um, Does he deserve it? There's so many things that was just pointing mm, at Dak Prescott's way. And, hmm, they're real quiet now, which which is strange. So I think that was pretty dope of Aaron to really uh, recognize how special Dak has really been playing the past couple of weeks. I'm going to go last because this makes me excited. Go ahead. <laughs> no, nah, this, this, um... I think a lot of people look at Tom Brady as their GOAT, and mm -hmm. as much as I can't stand Aaron Rodgers, like, beating the Cowboys as much as he has, when I look at the position of quarterback, he's always been the complete quarterback to me mm -hmm. because it is it's there's such a growth in this position, and that's why I said a few weeks ago when we were talking about Bryce Young, you have to be very careful in how you evaluate them because there's so much that goes into it. And 
it's been a pleasure to watch Dak develop into this quarterback into the 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 complete package it's the complete package and to see him putting it together um the adjusting at the line of scrimmage the the um the cadence changes knowing his protection really understanding his offensive line because we talked Mm -hmm. about that they were winning games um even with when Terrence Steele had that that time of struggling because the quarterback understood the timing he understood the angles and everything and so and also too we talked like the fact that he's even taken in this new completely new offense let's keep it a book yeah Mm -hmm. and that it's in motion at this point in the season we talk about the leadership we talk about all that stuff but the football player is playing like a complete and total quarterback. Right. I love me some year eight deck. This is some, like, this is, I mean, I'm just, if you talk about the position, this is what you're looking for. Yeah. And I, I feel very um, reassured in my film study because I got to, like, see him grow. But to hear Aaron Rodgers say it, it really should put it in perspective because he's one. he was one of the best at using his cadence, gr- drawing guys off sides, free plays, substitutions, yeah. making big-time big throws and big-time moments, not having a good offensive line. I mean, he's done it all. I also felt like, you know, low-key it's a little compliment to MM, but we're just going to stay out of that because you can't talk about the quarterback playing this good of football without the QB whisperer that he knows so it's just been dope and um the cadence thing is funny to me because (laughs) she know it was like my what third third week here or something last year and I went up to him and I was like yeah it was the my first interaction with Dak was like I told her we were watching it and I was like his cadence different (laughs) and she was like what and I was like I'm obsessive, trust me. His cadence is different. Caught him on the walk-off on, like, it was literally, like, our second week here, it, I think. I think it was probably our second time going to the locker room. Yeah, and I, I caught him on the walk-off, and I was like, I know you can't tell me too much, but you changed your cadence, did you? And he was like, you know, what's that? Because yeah. nobody yeah. had mentioned it yet. And I was like, this is clearly different. This don't sound mm. the same. So it's cool to see him even taking it from where it was last year to now to where he's using it as a weapon, as Aaron Rodgers said. And so I'm sorry. I just It makes me excited as a football person and someone that loves the game to see a quarterback that came in that people did not think could play to this level really be disciplined in his playbook, take on different OCs, and to understand the game to this level that he's playing at right now, it's just really dope to see in um, in real time, and it should be inspiring for other guys that are fourth-round, lower-level picks, whatever, that can come in and do it, too. I like that. I like that. I'm sorry. It's my, it's my dog. It's my dog. All right. Any quick things you want to say? Um, I think we know how I feel about this. <laughs> yeah. I think this we is, know. This is I think dope, we know bro. how I feel about this, but I will say – uh, just thinking in the larger scope of things, Dak yeah. came under into the Dallas Cowboys under Kellen Moore offensive run scheme. And with Mike McCarthy, what Mike's been able to do for Dak, even just this season alone, yes. last three years, but this season alone should show you how much these two are clicking. That even Jerry Jones said this morning on the fan, he feels confident that this is the best ball Dak Prescott has played since his tenure started here um, with the Dallas Cowboys. And so, just all credit to Dak for the work he puts in that he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to put in all the extra time and extra work that he does. He doesn't have to do any of that, but he does because he wants to win. He has a winning mentality, um, and I'm just 
Oh, it makes me so emotional. I'm excited to see him grow up. Yeah. We, we've grown up with Dak. We've grown up watching him Fair. start yeah. and, and be the hot hand that, that Jason Garrett referred to uh, back when Tony Romo was still here. And then you he didn't even have facial hair yet. <laughs> he didn't even have his little scruff. And then now you go in, you talk to him. He is... And we're so blessed to be in this position, right, to be able to say this, but he's absolutely the guy you think he is and then more. It's Any conversation fair. you have with him is genuine. Mm-hmm. It's authentic. And for me, obviously, yes, the play just matches the person you talk to yeah. in the locker room each and every week. So I'm just happy for him in this new chapter in his life. And yeah. keep playing lights out for Yeah. Let's keep get playing it. lights out. He Let's get it. His dad's strength. That's in Yeah, he did. He did. So well. So... We need that dad, dad strength to continue Let's on go. Thursday. It's getting real. That's a wrap for Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We'll see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!